I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're talking again. Our bodies were made Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. I'm Brendan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every episode we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week for our special Halloween episode. (laughs) We are watching the 1998 horror thriller Fallen, starring Denzel Washington, John Goodman, Donald Sutherland, and James Gandolfini, in which a detective realizes that the serial killer he is pursuing may in fact be a body-swapping demon. We always love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email, or check us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Off already. So, Fallen, this week's movie, was actually a listener recommendation. Wow. Lovely listener named Matt who reached out to us and he said, Love the podcast. Since you're apparently taking requests, I thought I'd suggest Fallen from 1998 starring Denzel Washington. It's a different type of body swap movie than most of the others you've covered, but I think it counts. Mm -hmm. Maybe check it out. (laughs) Cool. Okay, so on to Fallen. This is our third official Halloween episode. On the previous two, we reviewed Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde and then Possession. On our third try, did we finally find a film that makes body swap scary? No. No. (laughs) How come Freaky didn't come out on a um, Halloween? It was supposed to, but then COVID killed its release plan. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Did it at least come out on a Friday the 13th? I think it did. Yeah. In America, but not for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Child's Play we did before we knew that. Halloween episodes were going to be a thing. So. Uh, do you think you're going to be able to sustain, like, are there more out there? Yeah. I think be, <laughs> the good thing about the rules that we've set up for our podcast is that we're counting. It's pretty loose. <laughs> we're counting possessions as body swaps, which means there's an endless amount. Sure. Yeah. Um, I actually had another one that I think might have been a bit more interesting. So the Exorcist could be a body swap. She gets possessed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, remember that scene where she wakes up and feels her boobs? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I actually had another one I picked out for Halloween, but then Matt had sent this email. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'll do it. I, it was on my list. So. Yeah. Was it Prose- Processor from Cronenberg Guy? Possessor. Possessor, yeah. It may have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, what was the question? <laughs> was this scary? No. <laughs> I really wish you didn't tell us it was a listener because I would, I was just so like, I'd pump myself up to just rip this to shreds. No, do it. <laughs> wait, do it. wait, did he say why he, he chose it? He didn't say he loved it or anything. He just said that it counts and we should do it. 
It's yeah. actually Denzel Washington being like, oh, no one remembers <laughs> this movie. Come you know those. what? If he's gotten to that point in his life where he's emailing us, then <laughs> well, he, a few he definitely has you, Denzel. Denzel is doing fine, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so you guys both hated it or I'm, I'm feeling... I hated it. I'm annoyed that okay, we Okay, so watch. like the, everything about this, I should have loved it and it should have been it's yeah. so my sort of thing. This is a sort of movie that I put on to calm down. Like <laughs> murder, <What>? serial killers, <laughs> like I live for this shit. And then you've got full-on heavy hitters. Yeah. You know, like Gandalfini, yeah, Denzel Washington, Donald Sutherland, like all these people. I'm like, this is going to be maybe great. Yeah. Um, and But it wasn't. Mm. And the director, he did like that um, Primal Fear with Richard Gere, which yeah. I remember loving as yeah. well. Yeah, no, it wasn't good. I actually <laughs> am going to need a lot of hand-holding through this episode. This is like, I didn't take many notes. Yeah. I just didn't know what Because the say. thing is, nothing happens. <laughs> it's, it's such, like, so I didn't hate I didn't the hate film. it either. And I thought that there's some good stuff about it. Like, I like the swapping sequences and the... Yeah, I think... It, that was cool. If you live in the universe where you have to watch a million of these movies and they're all the same. Like, that yeah. was a like, little bit different, is, I, I guess. Feel, I feel like when we do the minute summary, like, Paul's going to have a tough time filling the minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just... It does feel like not a lot happened for a two-hour running time. Yes, I could not two believe <laughs> two hours and four minutes. I was shocked. But I think there's a lot of great ideas yeah, in here. Definitely good that ideas. Could really make a fantastic movie. Well the thing yeah. is, like watching this, I was like, ooh, this is every day. It's the everyday I want. It's the yeah. it's the creepy sinister one. Yeah. But it yeah, it just falls so flat. Like Yeah. I also watched it in Blazing Daylight and on an iPad, so yeah. I feel like maybe that didn't <laughs> Really add a lot of ambience. Well, I watched it um, at night time on my projector in the dark. and Still didn't do anything? <laughs> You're not easily scared though, are you, Paul? Yeah, and I think the other thing is I have – this is actually my second viewing for the film. I did <laughs> I did watch this in 1998 when it came out Oh, my out God, really? Once. Yeah. Like I watched it once. And surprisingly, as forgettable as this film – Feels. I actually <laughs> remembered a bit of what had happened. So there wasn't really any of that surprise element, and I knew exactly where it was going from the beginning. But for you guys who hadn't watched it before, could you see where it was going from the, but I don't, from the beginning? I don't think that counts because I feel like how could you not know what – because literally you, or, you know from like the get-go – it's this thing that can go from person to person. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't really like reach huge heights. Like, yeah, sent, like secret cryptic clues that we already know the answers to. Like, really doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> make can attention. we all just acknowledge that it all made, made us all want to watch? The Bone Collector or whatever it is mm. with Denzel <laughs> and, and Angelina. Yeah, I am so geared <laughs> up to watch that movie now. I think about that movie every time I go in an Uber or a taxi. Yeah, full on. What? Because that's what the the serial killer in that film, he's like a taxi, taxi driver, driver that picks people up from the airport and then, and then doesn't takes drive them. Back them. To their lair. Mm. But like um he's, you haven't seen that? he's shaved seen the um the lock of the car the car door. So when they try to open the car door it like cuts their fingers and that always has stuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah nothing in this film will Really, <laughs> it, 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 it's just such well, a waste. Can we review give... the bone collector? Though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does anyone swap in the bone collector? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Minute summary: 
also do the summary of the boat collector <laughs> in one minute. Ready, set, go. So Denzel Washington is a detective and he's going to execute this guy and the guy tells him he's going to see him again and then uh, after the guy's executed then all these other people start dying in the same way that he was killing people and then Denzel realises that it was a demon that swaps from body to body and then he tries to track him, finds this girl whose father was also killed by the same demon and then the demon uh, kills Denzel and then goes into a cat Zero. at the end. Done. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. I felt like you were purposely really trying to fill it to in. drag it out to, <laughs> to prove Brendan wrong. Um, By the way, we're still on the minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's the the thing. Uh, this is de- technically a cat swap, so we can add it to our list. Of yeah, I know. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it, 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 just going back to it, the idea of a, a demon that can swap from body to body by touch is a fantastic idea. Like, mm. it just means, you know, you never know who the person that you're trying to find, who they yeah. are. And like, anyone in your life could be that demon at any point because the demon also retains all the memories mm. of the person. So he can perfectly. In- but I felt like, like the demon them. had no chill. It's like only really once did he conceal that he had yeah. swapped. I'm like, as if you wouldn't be fucking doing it the whole time. Like, he's given himself away straight away. I didn't understand what the demon's plan, plan was. was I don't understand yes. why he was bothering. Like, why was he so obsessed with Denzel? Like, did anyone understand I mean, why was he... I mean, we love to see Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. But. <laughs> but he had this, like, he had multiple points where he could have killed Denzel, but he chose not to because he had this plan of becoming Denzel for some reason. Yeah. But, like... But now you're a cat. That bitch. But for some reason, like, the touch thing didn't work with Denzel, but we were never told why it didn't. And then... Because he's such a tough guy. <laughs> he is tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, he... he Yeah, so instead of that, he's, I don't know, killing a whole bunch of people and then leaving <laughs> clues for Denzel. Like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. No, it, I, it did feel a little aimless, didn't it? Yeah, because yeah. it spells out apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And the- also, so, and apocalypse <laughs> is the same as revelations. Like, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, yeah, but like, if, why okay. don't they just do revelations? But, but, but what? But what? But what does that mean? Yeah, like, it's like, are you going to end about the to world? Start, yeah, exactly. Yeah, apocalypse yeah. or revelation? Yeah. So, like, if if his if the demon's plan was to start an apocalypse. How is like killing one guy a week gonna do that? Yeah, <laughs> like it was like I would have loved your game, demon. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved something. And yeah, more. All right. so I feel like the one thing that I thought was like, yeah, this this story it could be done well. Mm-hmm. And even that scene where what's her name, Matilda's mother, I mean yeah. uh, Miss Honey, <laughs> teacher <laughs> Miss Honey from Matilda, right? Yeah. Though, yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, is being chased down the street and the demon is, like, touching each person to, like, catch up. Yeah. That's a kind of cool idea, but it just was done in this slow motion. Yeah. Like, it's it just slowed it down and made it even less tense. Like. Yeah. That was a fantastic concept for a scene. Yeah. yeah. Not Such off. good ingredients and, like, the, the good cast as well. Like, yeah. sorry. 
But uh-uh. yeah, the cast do a lot of heavy lifting. Like, I think this film might have been unwatchable if it wasn't for how good the cast is. I think is. it really just hinged, all hinged on Gandolfini's moustache. <laughs> like, that did a lot of work. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, Every time we do a movie, I always want to understand where it falls in people's career and whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to look it up this time. But I didn't. When yeah. did The Sopranos start? Like, who was? Uh, and should I watch The Sopranos? Is it any good? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me. That's what, like, I started The Sopranos. Oh, my God. Is, um, is this a joke? Are you two kidding? I thought you were joking. No, I've, done the the, I've done The Sopranos through, start to finish the whole way twice. I've, like eaten the same food that they are eating in the Sopranos. The bait ziti, the like gobble like all of this. You guys are terrible and uh, I'm the toughest one of the gang. This is official. Look, I don't give in to this heteronormative oh masculine ideal uh, that the car. best films there's and the TV a gay shows storyline in there's Look, a gay storyline in the Sopranos. Let me finish. There is a there is bad, a but- <laughs> There's a heteronormative, like, male-centric viewpoint in film and TV criticism that the best film and TV of all time all centre around Italian mobsters. And I just, I think <laughs> I'd rather watch films about sassy cheerleaders. But what and I want to know, am, right? what I want to know is, do your arms hurt from reaching? <laughs> <laughs> but to answer your question, <laughs> The Sopranos was one year after this movie. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. it was actually because you guys don't know because you're. I, I have watched one season um, of Sopranos, so and I chose not to continue. The, um, yeah. the <laughs> and I've seen the last episode. Um, Tony. Well, <laughs> Tony's sister is was in the film as well. Um, as which character? She worked in the um, police station. Uh, she had okay. curly hair. Yeah. Yep. I feel bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking at, at my notes, so fat stupid fuck with a sandwich up his ass? What was that about? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds homophobic. I think that was a joke that one of the characters said. said yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, that was good. <laughs> I love that. Um, it was two like, days ago and you can't even remember. I also <laughs> feel like there must have been some money. They had two Rolling Stones in their song, like that bookended yeah. their film. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this, this film, like, would, would have been an expensive film. Like, Den- this is Denzel at the height of his, like, star power. Yeah. This was a Warner Brothers production. Like, the production value is there. Like, it, it doesn't look like a cheap movie. I don't know. It looked pretty cheap. It did that strobing thing that <laughs> really that dated it. 90s, really dated yes. it, and it just looked so ugly on the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys think of the narration? Narration. A big thumbs down from me because the, the twist. Spoiler alert: is that it was the demon narrating the entire film. Oh, which is the infuriating <laughs> thing. <laughs> Why did you find it infuriating? <laughs> because he doesn't end. So the story is being told from a like it's a it's a past tense, mm-hmm. and it's to- being told in the present <laughs> by Denzel Washington, who is dead. <laughs> But he's being told by the demon in his voice. But why in his voice purely to do a red herring that has no satisfactory, like, 
Yeah, it yeah. didn't make sense. Yeah, it he doesn't make sense. Been he should have been a, a cat's cat. voice. It's like, <laughs> meow, 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 meow. It's like, did you ever used to like write a story for English when you were in high school and you do it in a few parts and then you'd realise when you read the whole thing that you were like, oh, like oh, I've changed up. the tense. <laughs> I've changed the tense here. Or it's like the first person. Now I'm telling a story. Like it doesn't make any sense. It kind of felt like that. Yeah, and the thing is... Like, it gets to the end and they're like, oh, my bad. This shouldn't be Denzel's voice. (laughs) But also, like, it was all... Because they had to hide the fact it was a demon, nothing he said could actually be useful or interesting in any way. Oh, it was useful. It told you exactly the plot of the film. Yeah. Because dum-dums in a focus group (laughs) went, no one's going to understand. (laughs) But it was all just so, like... Spell it out for me like I'm a (laughs) five-year-old. I wrote down one of the lines is like, everything's personal if you're a person. And they're all lines like that. <laughs> like I said, high school English story. That's so full on fuck. I think we should get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, I think it was going for like a film noir kind of thing. Mm. And that is a very like film noir thing where like they spell things out and say all these like empty platitudes to try to sound cool. But I think because nothing else in the film felt particularly film noir, noir apart from the narration, it kind of yeah. just felt like shit. <laughs> in the 90s, around this time, there was like a whole slate of these kind of like religious thrillers. So there was like End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. And there was Stigmata. I remember with, yeah, Stigmata. Stigmata. I don't know. Those films just felt like more... Like they they amped up the gore and the creepiness, like inherent to religious imagery, and even like Seven, even though it wasn't a purely religious film, it like played on the Seven Deadly, Deadly Sins, Sins. But yeah. that was from a few years before that, and this then that did it a lot better as well. Which yeah, is like, and at least Kevin Spacey is the bad guy in that, so you still can hate him. Like, <laughs> it would be interesting to do like sort of a flash mob kind of thing. Where you make someone believe that you're a demon switching bodies to bodies, like yeah. ethically, <laughs> it'd be terrible. But you yeah. know, it'd be interesting to see how someone would react because this guy's like, like, "Are you referencing the 1998 film <laughs> starring Denzel vehicle?" Yeah, <laughs> I I was watching it thinking this is a very like cop friendly film. I think like the the new like buzz phrase at the moment is copaganda. Where they talk about films that like really glorify cops. Interesting. And like this film had lines like cops are the chosen people and mm. they like notice things yeah. that other people don't. But then but you find out cops. it was the demon saying all these things. Mm. So does that mean it wasn't copaganda and that it was all bullshit? But know. there was also dirty cops. So like. I don't know. A cab for life though, right? <laughs> <laughs> One uh, interesting detail. So Denzel finds the book that explains the demon Mm. and it shows a picture of the demon in demon form and it's got eyes on its butt (laughs) do you find that concept terrifying (laughs) i mean yeah the things you'd say right (laughs) imagine that view (laughs) i hate this We're going to have to really stretch out the hot or not, and I can do it because I've got a lot to say about James Cantorfini's massage. I don't know. I want to talk about eye butts. It's making me think of like a spider or something. I don't know. Well, you know how like you sometimes miss the toilet? Like What? (laughs) What? 
When you're <laughs> shit. <laughs> you used the toilet. Oh god. Um, Can you believe this got seven out of ten on IMDb? <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Shocking, really? right? Like, people went that much, like, dumber in the 90s. Like, <laughs> I was, I was there. I could have told you this was shit, right? Look, I didn't hate this film when it came out. I remember not minding it. So maybe I was on the <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, good ideas, bad execution. I feel like truly if they had shaved half an hour off and they had picked up the pace in, in a lot of ways, that could have done them a lot of favours. Mm. Yeah, I could see a zippier mo- version of this. That would have worked. It could be made today and be great. Yeah, yeah, it could actually, be a TikTok. <laughs> but like, we always talk about like we the- should do the thirty-second plot summaries as TikToks. <laughs> they have to be a lot better than the ones I've been pulling out. Yeah, we could get famous. Yeah. <laughs> Try. I need a um, ticket out of this one horse town. But they always say like the best remakes are the ones that like take a bad film with a good concept and actually like fulfill its potential and i think this is prime for that i would love to see a remake of this film well since you know they made freaky and stole your plot why yeah, don't you steal someone else's and, uh, make yeah, it better because well, i have to fucking buy the rights to it <laughs> i'm sure they'd be going real cheap <laughs> <laughs> do you think if like you lived in this world where mm-hmm. like there's like demons and stuff like that yeah like this lovecraftian like do you feel like you would like just have to choose a deity to like to like worship that will like protect you from the other demons like sort of like a prison sort of scenario where you just have to like go with the Aryan nation or whatever yeah yeah well of the demons <laughs> I don't know like I know what I wouldn't be doing is what Denzel does in this film and act like totally fucking chill and like <laughs> pal around with his mates and talk about Italian meats when he knows that anyone around him at any moment could be a fucking demon <laughs> trying to kill him. Yeah. Like, I was like, why are you stressed out? Yeah, and he just didn't really seem that sad when his brother died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, he saw it coming. Well, and even the kid, I thought the kid was going to turn out to be the He's demon. Dead, because isn't he was, he? Yeah. he was so fucking chill about his dad dying. Mm. But, like, the the brother was an interesting choice of characters. Yeah. Well, I think, like, I, I'm guessing, was he supposed to have, like, an intellectual special needs kind, special of, thing, needs yeah. kind of thing? Oh, really? That's what I could, but it was, yeah. like, so subtle, subtle that yeah. I didn't know if that's what they were going for, if he was just, like. I just thought he was down and out. Yeah. No, nah, I think I f- I feel because like because the way that like Denzel was like kind of coddling him, coddling him mm, okay. it just felt like a very strange situation. But also, like the film would have been so much stronger if that character was like someone he could sound off of, and maybe we would have felt a bit more when he died, mm. and like maybe it could have been used as emotional sorry emotional manipulation if the demon went into the brother yeah. and then like was fucking around with him in his own home but because then- you think they're all the kind of things it's like you know when people find out like that Spider-Man has a girlfriend they like go and kidnap her or whatever you yeah. think that they would have played on some of those like yeah. yeah all the demon does is come and like poison him in his sleep the end yeah or even just Denzel's character like at the end he sacrifices himself but that sacrifice doesn't really what, feel what like good is that like if he was yeah. a super selfish person and he came to a place where he saw like the apocalypse was going to happen and i'm gonna 
you know, sacrifice myself for. And like, so he just left his nephew with that woman. Like, what if she didn't want to care for him anymore? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, as a body swap film as well, if we're looking at it in that lens. Oh, yeah. Like, the idea of this demon that can go into anybody and do whatever the fuck he wants with no consequences because then he can just leave the body straight after. It didn't explore that at all. Like, even to the point where, like, it would have been interesting. Like, at one point, he takes over some guy's body, kills someone in that body, and then in the next body, he goes back and kills the last person he was in. So, wouldn't it be more interesting if that, like, guy gets depossessed, realizes that in the time that he was out, he's killed someone and has to deal with that? Like, I don't know. I kind of already fell asleep in what you were just saying. So I don't know if it would have been more interesting. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't know what the demon's deal was. Other yeah, than it's like, being what is your a, objective? Uh, What's yeah, the state? A two-dimensional... What's your childhood trauma? Yeah. <laughs> What's your glitch, man? Technically, the fucking film is from the demon's perspective we still didn't get to know anything yeah fuck yeah the more I'm, we're talking about it, the more i'm disliking the film yes brilliant we've tabled this out <laughs> we got there but um what was what was the guy's name the person who who uh recommended matt matt yeah. matt you're all right though yeah oh we love matt. matt we love matt hey matt he's not a piece Thank of you. shit yeah he's not a piece of shit because he recommended something to us yeah this is all we want Recommend has pieces he of shit us to us, <laughs> and then you aren't the piece of shit. Spell <laughs> <laughs> it from your body onto yeah. an email to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just wanted him to know that I'm not holding him, even though he did this to us. <laughs> Someone made us watch My Brother the Pig. I would watch I'd My, watch brother, my the pig brother the Pig over this. Yeah, yeah. Any day. <laughs> <laughs> Just purely for machine. the hair machine dance. <laughs> <laughs> that one scene brought me more joy. Than I know, I know, God. That was amazing. <laughs> All right, my <laughs> choir of undead people. <laughs> <laughs> Do it like Vincent Price in Thriller. Do it. Darkness falls across the land. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sing the fucking song. Are they they a ghoul or a fool? fool? Are Are they scary or cool? Tell me, are they hot or not? Ding! Everyone is spooky in their own way. But unless you weren't clear, this is still the segment where we where we see if the people are hot or not, and we attract uh, rate them on how attractive. I they feel are. like scary or cool isn't the best because like being scary on Halloween is cool. Oh, that, that is true. <laughs> so Denzel Washington as John Hobbs. Hot or not? So a very clear line in my notes is Denzel in white boxes, though. Mm. Yeah. It's a little hardy with a body. Yeah, I think he is very attractive. Um, But is very round. Yes. Body on point, face on point. And, like, love to see Denzel as a cop, except from training day when he's bad. Yeah. But, like, I want Denzel to, like, be on the case for me, for sure. Yeah. And uh, this is peak Denzel. Like, I think this is when he was at his hottest at this exact moment in time. Like, the character was a bit of a bore, mm. but who needs a personality, really? Yeah. <laughs> Brendan? <laughs> I was just I was just interested in hearing your, your descriptors because I was like, I don't think I can recall 
the roundness of his ass and stuff. Or he was in boxes in that scene, though. Yeah, but I guess I didn't look there. And he did this thing where he like <laughs> leaned over the oven that was like he was popping that booty. I remember he had a chest. I remember going, dude's got a chest. Yeah, and like yeah. strong arms. He could like <laughs> definitely pull you out of a disaster, you know? Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, he was attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so, Embeth Davids as Greta. So, we... You Mrs. would Honey. probably know her as Mrs. Honey from now, the Now, the roundness of her um, ass, right? Honey. <laughs> How about her titties, right? <laughs> uh, yes. I wish, just wish I could do Matilda's voice, you know, the way she just says Miss Honey in a really particular way. Um, she's just a sweet lady. Hmm. She's beautiful. Yes, she is beautiful. I'm going to be real hot. She did kind of piss me off because she... Knew about should've, demons. She should have yeah. given him more information <laughs> sure. straight off. There was no reason why she wasn't giving him that information yeah. straight off the like, bat. Like, he knew already. He, it wasn't harming him to get, <laughs> to give him a heads up. Hey, uh, anyone can kill you at any point. Yeah. and yeah, like This is that, bad for you. Watch out. Yeah. And the first time he went and saw her, she's like, oh, was he singing this particular song? And was he doing this, this, and that? And he's like, yep. And she's like, okay, okay bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Goodman as Jonesy. So this is like, this is John Goodman as we remember him at like Roseanne kind of, not the like kind of gaunt John Goodman of nowadays. Of community. Uh, yeah. So uh, what did we think? Oh, I I love the guy, but I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend. That you want to suck <laughs> He's a dick, gorgeous yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I do love John Goodman as well. Yeah. And I feel like in like a game of, fuck marry kill i would marry john goodman yeah he you would live a happy life with yeah. john goodman i think he'd give good good cuddles <laughs> yeah he's a cuddler <laughs> he does he does seem like a lovely person Do, is, is i mean he... i've never met him maybe and he's like terrible. he's got he's so talented he's been in so much good stuff that's really attractive like mm. i've never heard anything about you just him. do it for the clout like, right mm. is he like, is he known as a good person or anything like that? You know, I just won't hear that he's not. Like, if somebody <laughs> ruins that for me, then mm. that's... If you know John Goodman personally and you hate him, email <laughs> Then us. keep it to yourself. <laughs> sort of like how Bill Murray is known as a bit of a jerk. You you just... Oh, you don't want to hear but that? Who says that? Oh, only because, like, he doesn't turn up to set and get strung. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Have you ever seen that photo of a couple were doing their engagement shoot? In like a park or whatever, and he, Bill Murray was just there and he just joined in and did it and made their photos amazing. He didn't have to do that. <laughs> but it sounds like an egotistical move to anyway. Let's not. I Why mean, are we did... bashing Bill Murray? <laughs> you thought him in this movie. He did a lot of cocaine in the eighties and nineties. You know, like that's fine. Didn't we all? <laughs> Hopefully not. You were born in the eighties. Yeah, four years old. <laughs> that was a crack baby. Um. Donald Sutherland as Lieutenant Stanton. Yeah, he's handsome AF. Who? He's regal. I, but... I was on my phone a lot. This <laughs> he was the police chief that was like, stop Still doing that, Fox. Denzel. Still the Fox, grey hair. Oh, Got really? Sh- you think at he's attractive? Yeah. Oh, okay. John, Paul? So you're going to give him a nod? No. Swing vote. I'm giving him a nod. I find him Aww. creepy. <laughs> he's in that amazing... Um, Kate Bush video clip, and that's all really sad that he you don't know ori- that. He was the original Watcher in, in the first Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Yeah, so come on. But no. Respect. <laughs> where No, nah, he's hot. Uh, James Gandolfini as Lou. I know you had thoughts about his moustache. Just once you've seen a lot of James Gandolfini, like, 
sweaty and writhing in like he does a lot of sex scenes in <laughs> in <laughs> the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, not for me. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a not like amazing actor. Yeah. Um apparently like an amazing person as yeah. well. But I just don't want to have sex with him. Brendan? Uh I concur. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to? Nah. Yeah, nah. I don't want to have sex with him. <laughs> and on that, we end our spooky. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, let's get to Opinion Swap, where we find some interesting reviews of Fallen from across the interwebs, but mostly just letterboxed. Mm -hmm. So the first one is from Mina on Letterboxd, who gives it two stars. And she says, A friend of mine told me this was one of his favorite movies. His reasons were as follows. <laughs> one, it tells you exactly how it's going to end right at the beginning. Two, no romantic subplot. Three, all the money in the budget clearly went to Denzel and to licensing two Rolling Stone songs. The rest looks like it cost about $10. Four, no special effects. The demon is only ever conveyed through a 90s music fil- video filter and sound effects. Five, John Goodman. Oh my God, I wrote that review. That was brilliant. <laughs> this one's from Joe Jojo. <laughs> what up, Jojo? It gives it two stars. And they say... Terrible acting by death row inmate infects others in this nightmare film. <laughs> uh, yeah, what do you guys think of the the serial killer in the first scene, which I guess it, was the demon? Yeah, was it was there. bad. And I, for a moment, thought it was Christopher Maloney, who has the roundest butt. Yeah. Um, um, of, <laughs> of Detective, no, 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 of detective Stabler, you know, um, uh, Law and Order SVU, you know, Detective Stabler. Like, he he uh, is from Hawk American Summer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was him, and I was so excited that we could just rap about that the whole time. And then I was like, "Oh, it's not him. Yeah, it's budget. <laughs> yeah, Maloney. it's low rent, <laughs> Maloney. Yeah." And so his butt round. I will show you. That like, sounds good. Bro- his butt broke the internet. You cannot really? believe yeah. this dude's what? butt. What? Yeah, someone took like a picture of him on the SVU set. He's and, stretching. Like, He's... Yeah, and his butt like... It, it looks like literally... he's got a basketball shoved down his pants. Yeah, it's an amazing <laughs> butt. Anyway, <laughs> this one's from Alexia who gives it four stars and she says, I'm going to be a dog person from now on. <laughs> Very good. So back to the butt. Like, <laughs> no, we're we're not, this isn't the Maloney butt podcast. Can it be? I will dedicate <laughs> sure. my life. No, we're just... talking again about Maloney's butt. <laughs> All right. This one's from Emma Catherine on Letterboxd. gives it four stars. And she says, Jeremy Renner's best role as a dead guy in a bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that guy was looked like Jeremy. <laughs> I don't think he did at all. 
<laughs> I feel like that's just shade on Jeremy Renner, right? <laughs> that he looks like every a dead body. Or <laughs> um, that he'll, yeah, he'll just do anything. Okay, and finally we have one from Sydney. Gives it three and a half stars. Oh my god, this guy's butt. <laughs> <laughs> He is squatting hard for that. Like, Brendan, no can you stop life. looking at Christopher Maloney's butt and get back to full? I'm sorry, I wanted photo? it recorded. Of course he has. I wanted it recorded. He you looks are, like he could float away on those balloons. <laughs> I wanted it recorded, your reaction. <laughs> All right. So Badass. The- and he loves a good stretch on set. He's doing that on purpose. <laughs> As if you wouldn't. It's uh, like Kim Kardashian thinks she's famous for her butt. Well, I'm sorry. There's a new sheriff you, in town. What do, you, what do you work to oh, get Oh, honey, that? I love you. The... <laughs> I'd say this oh, before. I've got to move my dance. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, we were talking about his butt <laughs> and Paul's pants split. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you didn't always look that hard. <laughs> Regulation. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that is staying in. By the way. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So. This one's from Sydney, who gives it three and a half fucking <laughs> stars. Man, that's from Scream 2. That's a, that's a Halloween uh, little Reference. Easter egg yeah. for my sister. Yeah, so she says, if there's such a thing as wholesome big dick energy, Denzel Washington, John Goodman, and James Gandolfini sitting around drinking beers is it. Yes, I'm here for that. That's amazing. Plus, Donald Sutherland, cozy fall colours and fashions, a stupid supernatural plot, and some genuinely moving moments of brotherly bonding, a perfect feeling of snuggling up with a worn-out mass-market paperback on the first cold weekend of the season. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun review. Yeah. It's well written. We didn't agree with it. Okay, now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, book, podcast, piece of shit on the ground that is connected to today's movie in some way. So what are you recommending, Brendan? So it's Halloween, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is a Halloween episode. Yeah. And so my connection is Halloween. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Well, not really, because this is the Halloween episode, but the film isn't a Halloween film. Then why did you choose it? But it's for Halloween. Movie. It's for Halloween, but it's not a Halloween The last movie. time we did a Halloween episode, I did my favourite scary Halloween movie. Yeah, that's fine. Just fucking do it, Brandon. Uh, yeah, it's fine okay. when I do it. It's cute. There is, there's a, there's been a, a lot of good like horror films lately or mm. like good time Halloween sort of watches. I'm going to do the movie Faults. Has anyone seen Faults? No, but isn't so. that from the director of The Art of Self-Defense? Yes, it is. Lucy's favourite movie. Oh, God. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, So, Fultz is about a uh, down-and-out guy who uh, used to be a part of... Sensing a theme here. (laughs) (laughs) He used to be like a... Like, I can't remember exactly... (laughs) 
<laughs> this episode is chaos. No, like, so I think I think the guy was like an FBI agent or something like that. Who was like world renowned for his uh, deprogramming techniques. Mm-hmm. Um, but then career is put, like dragged through the mud after a, a, like an incident, mm-hmm. and so uh, he's sort of like traveling in his car from state to state, trying to sell his book. Um, that nobody's interested in. Yeah, sounds really depressing. And but he's approached by this this couple who whose daughter has been taken in by this cult, and they're like, "You're the only person who can, you know, t- uh, save her from mm. from this like." This okay, group. I'm back on board. It's, I love it. And so, <laughs> with with you know his last ditch effort, he goes through the process of deep deprogramming and everything is not quite what it seems so i blame the parents mm. <laughs> i've heard good things about this one i i, uh, I am keen to watch it so uh the Who's main character leland also i don't know if i've seen him in anything else but he's like his acting is so outstanding and the character is just so interesting and fun and and also mary elizabeth she does a great job as well but i like this uh i just chose it because it ha- it's you know a bit you can watch it it's not like super gory if you mm-hmm. don't want that in your halloween film but it's a bit spooky but it's a bit spooky cool. it's got an uh, amazing uh character actor and uh it's a really enjoyable easy watch better than art of self defense it's it's nothing like it so okay, i think you would enjoy Brilliant. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i am using denzel washington as my connection mm mm-hmm. Um, so it's a film that I'm guessing you guys have probably seen, but I just want to recommend it anyway. The 2004 Tony Scott film, Man on Fire. Uh, it was that with like little Dakota? Dakota Fanning. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. So, um, like I think Tony Scott is, was an amazing director and this is like a really cool film of his, like uses a lot of like interesting camera techniques and the way that it deals with like subtitles was really like interesting and i think it's been aped like a million times since this film has come out um it's like what does that mean well like instead of just having subtitles on the bottom of the screen they're kind of like active around this like and they react to like how loud or how softly the person's speaking and they shake people are angry and that kind of thing um and uh like the film is very brutal, but at its po- at its core, it's about this relationship between like Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning that's like super sweet. So mm. when she like gets kidnapped and he's like killing all these people to get her back, you really it feel means it. something. You, you yeah. want him to yeah. do it because you really love the Dakota Fanning character so mm. much, and like the effect that he, you know, he's this gruff bodyguard, and she like kind of breaks down his walls and then gets kidnapped and you just want them to be reunited so um yeah uh, it's really like uh action-packed but emotional film uh that i think is one of tony scott's best so and denzel's a cop in it isn't he uh bodyguard oh right yeah. uh lucy um so my connection is the late great james gandolfini mm-hmm Tony Soprano, I'm recommending that you guys watch The Fucking Sopranos. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I'm doing The Man Who Wasn't There, the mm-hmm. Coen Brothers movie. Have you mm-hmm. both seen it? I saw it when it came out, but it's yeah. been a long time. Yeah. What, have you? I don't know if I have. It's a black and white one. So it's super film noir. I feel like even just the sort of themes I could have made the bridge there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's... It's super cool. I don't want to ruin anything in case Brendan hasn't seen it. But it's got a really good cast. Billy Bob Thornton, Francis McDormand. 
yeah, James Gandolfini, Scarlett Johansson. Um, I can't remember what year it came out. Maybe mid two thousands. I can't remember. Anyway, really good, and I'm gonna make you watch it. All right. Yeah, if you haven't already, I bet he'll get like 20 minutes in. I've oh, seen this, you yeah. prick. Yeah. Did you like, oh, you can't remember it either. Um, I remember liking it at the yeah. time. Yeah, it's super spooky as well. So where are we ranking Fallen among the films we've covered on the podcast? I have to really calm myself down because I really your own annoyed. list to make yourself mad or well no just I'm I'm, I'm thinking like ah oh, I just want to put it at the bottom but like I gotta I gotta like step back and and yeah. look at things with yeah less heat you know what I mean I know it's hard yeah because I like put my brother the pig quite low <laughs> <laughs> now I'm regretting <laughs> this is it what is <laughs> like the like I put brother my brother pig two spots below heaven can wait I'd rather watch my brother the pig. <laughs> <laughs> and you are right, actually. I would. Uh, what? How did the cobbler stay so high? Yeah, I actually down? have just said that about like my own list. Yeah, I'd rather. All right, I'd rather watch this than the cobbler. So I'm going to put it between the Christmas swap and the cobbler. That's fourth lowest <laughs> on my list. Wow, that's very low. Yeah, two hours. So oh, I'm gonna nothing. put it between like father like son and <laughs> Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde. Fuck. I I didn't expect it like I didn't that's expect actually you guys like to that's do actually it. not that that low down on my list. Like the <laughs> list is so it's a beast, so <laughs> Like Father Like Son's fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but apparently I Put it above fucking the Shaggy Dog and other films. That yeah, the lists memory. are crazy. What am I doing? On um, our 100th episode, we should just get to do a reset. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to put it below Selfless and above Like Father, Like Son. I think that feels right mm. to me. Because um, I would put this on par with Selfless. It's kind of got that vibe. Yeah, Selfless was less boring, though. I'm sorry. And it had a storyline that you could understand. Yeah, and it had Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. All right, next episode. Any predictions, guys? Um, What's the next holiday? Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> it won't be the Christmas Thanksgiving. <laughs> Kwanzaa. <laughs> uh, oh. uh, uh, it's going to be a uh, a father who swaps bodies with... The daughter's son. <laughs> what? <laughs> His grandchild. <laughs> so you, you're talking about 18 again. You think we're going to watch 18 again? Again. 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 <laughs> um, okay. So, no, we aren't going to be watching that. So, one of our most consistently downloaded episodes of all time. After 13 Going on 30 and Freaky Friday, which are like the top ones, mm-hmm. third most popular is Your Name. That's, yeah. that's ah. the film that everybody wants to hear us talking about. Are we doing another anime? So I thought it's about time we do another anime, another like romance kind of anime. So we are going to be doing the 2020 Netflix original anime called A Whisker Away, 
which means oh. we're going to be doing another cat, cat swap, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so oh in a, a whisker away, um, Mio Sasaki is in love with her classmate, Kento Hinodi, and tries repeatedly to get Kento's attention by transforming into a cat. But at some point, the boundary between herself and the cat becomes ambiguous. Mm. Mm. I'm, 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 uh, sort of pumped i feel like yeah. that will be a fun yeah. film probably very whimsical yeah. yeah so i think it was about time to give you guys a film that's not painful to watch so <laughs> <laughs> we get Here one we a are. year yeah <laughs> uh so and hopefully you know all those anime people that seem to like our your name episode uh, come back for that one Cool. All right. All right. So uh, until next episode, I hope everyone has a very spooky Halloween. Yeah, I hope you like frightened the entire day. <laughs> what's this, and, what's this and, holiday? <laughs> and just remember, if you do not review us on iTunes, you will be murdered <laughs> by me. <laughs> you piece of shit. Okay, and that was Lucy Thomas. <laughs> Uh, I was Brendan Levi. Um, <laughs> be Paul, spooky. Paul will be restrained over Halloween. <laughs> We've got him in a Hannibal mask he's now. The, he's too much in the spirit of the season. <laughs> I've been possessed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you. Bye. Bye. The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.